Welcome to the Man Up to Cancer podcast. I'm Trevor Maxwell. I'm a stage four colon cancer survivor, and I've got a message for other men. You don't have to go through this alone. What does it mean to man up to cancer? It means reaching out instead of isolating. It means having the courage to accept help along the way. To me, manning up isn't just about being tough. It's about knowing that we're stronger and smarter as a pack than we are as lone wolves. Hello world, welcome to the Man Up To Cancer podcast. It is January, 2023. Happy New Year. I've been gone for a long time. Uh, This is the first podcast, Man Up To Cancer podcast show since I think August of 2022. I was a little busy. We're gonna get into that. But I have some major news today. I am joined by the one and only Kellen Wellborn, um, the Jill of all trades of Man Up to Cancer and the original OG co-host, co-pilot of the Man Up to Cancer podcast. Kellen, it is great to be with you. Yeah, it's great to be here now. I feel like we needed sound effects like just so I could run into it, but it's fine. So we don't have like a board or any effects. So I think this could be the year where we need to, um, I think we need to level up. How can we, how can we find someone? Is there someone maybe in the Howling Place that does uh, those kind of effects that can give us like a little I'm, library? I bet you anything there's an app that does it. I don't want to learn. I'm so sick of like going on YouTube and learning stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so how are you? Tell us about your 2022. Like what's going on in your world, Kellen? Oh, 2022 is blurry. I mean, it's it is in the it's in the rearview mirror. So let's move on to 2023, and we're gonna see. <laughs> see. <laughs> wow! I know it's fine. 2022 was, uh, you know, had some hiccups with professional life, but I'm working through that, and we're gonna we're gonna come out stronger. I think maybe that's what I'm gonna go with. You're a mess. I'm just going to throw it out there. I think you need, you, this is a, this might turn into an intervention because that was a whole lot of spaghetti. Yeah. I need sorry. some, I need some confidence over right, there from right. Kellen. Give us, try that again. Like, let's wind that back. 2023, you're fired up. Yeah. 2023, I am fired up. I feel like I'm going to definitely find my groove in 2023. I'm going to find the people that I really want to work with in 2023. Obviously, I'm going to keep working with you. So that's going to be like just the feather in the cap. It's yes. always there. Uh, just, you know, cool people. Okay. That's it. So you have now set the intention <laughs> yeah. and it is out there in the universe. I like that. I feel like the whole vibe in the room just changed. Like Kellen's fired up. Yeah, fired I up. have goosebumps. Um, I need to do a huge shout out to the guys of the Howling Place, the members of Man Up to Cancer, uh, nearly 2,000 of you who are out there in cancer land, some of you deep in the trenches of treatment, surgeries, all that crap. Um, some of you into survivorship, whatever the hell that means, uh, into NED even, celebrate you guys who are no evidence of disease. Um, this is the start of year four of Man Up to Cancer. Yeah, it's a big, I mean, in 2022 is a big year for you for health and also Man Up to Cancer growth. I mean, it was a good year. I can't believe that three years have passed. Like we, you and I, in January of 2000. Uh, January 2020, right before the pandemic hit, we started Man Up to Cancer. And for those, okay, so I just need to give a quick introduction. I forget that we actually have like more listeners now. Used to be just like my direct relatives (laughs) and like 
Joe and, and a couple guys. Hi, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mom. Um, for you newbies, Kellen, um, she lives here in Cape Elizabeth, Maine. We have kids in the school district together. Um, she is a brand person, designer, creative person. Um, she's an artist. And she designed the Man Up to Cancer logo and basically gave the brand, you know, the movement, uh, visual identity. So the logo, uh, the what she built the website. Uh, she's the co-host on the podcast. So um, I'm generally the brawn around here and, and Kellen's the brains. Is that accurate? <laughs> that gives me so much more credit for having actual thought processes around things. But yeah, sure. I'll go with it. Let's go for it. So she really set the vibe earlier with getting positive around 2023. <laughs> We're going to work on self-affirmation here. Um, but yeah, no, she's been indispensable. And the book that we're going to talk about, Open Heart, Warrior Spirit, A Man's Guide to Living with Cancer that I published, um, geez, like a month ago. Um, she designed the cover. She took the the original logo and did an amazing treatment with it. Um, so we're going to talk about that too. But she's awesome. And all this cool wolf pack stuff has a lot to do with Kellen's work. So um, today I am going to take a look back and we're going to flip the uh, script a little bit. And Kellen's going to ask me some questions. Um, so I get to be interviewed this time around, which is, I do that a lot with like other podcasts and stuff, but I don't know that Kellen's really <laughs> interviewed me. So I'm a little nervous. Also, you don't know that Kellen knows how to interview. So this is going to be, you know, I have some questions. I have inquiring minds want to know certain things and hopefully I ask the right questions. I really wish at this time we had one of those like live like uh, feeds so that people could feed me questions because I'm sure they have ones. But you just mentioned the book and also we were talking about 2022. Yep. So I really think that's a great place to start and definitely kind of a broader sense of kind of how you've come to the places that you were to write the book. I, okay, I will let you go there, but I need to give people a heads up uh, beforehand that I I am not, this is not rehearsed. She has not shown me the questions, so I don't know where she's going to head with this, but I think she's going to keep it um, uh, it's, PG. It's, I hope she doesn't. Yeah. I hope we I hope we go beyond PG here. But, all right, go ahead, Kellen. All right. Last month, uh, Trevor really kind of came to being able to let everybody know that what he had been working on and launched the book that here he's talked about with open heart and warrior spirit. Um, a lot of people here have probably either seen the promotion for it or even bought it and have read it already. Um, but I really kind of wanted to dive in a little bit on how Trevor came to create the book. And I know that Trevor, you have always found ways to kind of work through things through writing and, you know, communicating how you're feeling for yourself and for others. Um, if you could just kind of let people know the process of how you came to know that you really needed to share these thoughts and what your experience had been with others and kind of put it into one place cohesively. You're trying to take my job with questions <laughs> like that. Um, great question. I, wow, you know that I can be long-winded, so I'm going to try to keep this concise, but. Well, I only have a few questions, so go ahead okay, and be okay. long-winded. <laughs> um, I have always been a writer, so. Going back, my professional life has been um, writing in some form or another pretty much consistently since I was a teenager. And so I'd always imagined that I was going to write a book at some point. I just could never have predicted that it was going to be related to, a, you know, cancer, especially 
at age 41 when I was diagnosed, but that is the curveball that life threw me. And I'm glad that I could, you know, stick with the pitch and, um, hit at least a single. I think that's what I've been told. The book's at least a single. Um, so the book itself is is really writings collected over the last five years. So I was diagnosed in March of 2018 with stage four colon cancer. Um, and I didn't do too much writing at the beginning. Little pieces here and there. I was just so shocked and in such a bad mental state that I didn't have much. But <clears throat> I did have some blogs that I, you know, some really just journals. So I would, I would journal in a notebook. Um, and then I started doing a blog and then I just, I started writing more about what I was going through as the years went on, you know, through the surgeries, through the chemo, through the difficulties of being a husband and dad. Um, really, you know, I felt like I was in the prime of my life when I was diagnosed. So, um, so all of that writing lived <clears throat> in different places. Um, so this fall, Actually, this summer, I said to myself, like, I was in a pretty good place with my cancer. I just had surgery. I was in a place where I could um, really devote, you know, a couple months to this project. And so I told Sarah, I told my wife, I'm like, hey, I have a story to tell. I, I want to discuss this issue of men and isolation and cancer. I want to take this chunk of time and write a, a book. And you know, she was all for it and very supportive and all my friends were supportive and family. And so I just went for it. So the first task I had to do was go through all of my like prior writings, like all these old notebooks and post-it notes and like things all over the place in my office and, and, and in my computer and on my phone and like just dig up all the writing I had done and kind of put it in one place and also the podcast. So we have done 68 shows. And so I interviewed a lot of people about cancer and done a lot of speaking about it. So I went through and transcribed those. I didn't do that. A program did. There's an app for that, like Kellen says. Um, but transcribed those and then used a lot of that material in the book as well. So really, it was like two weeks of just gathering all the stuff um, and then putting it in a framework and then adding some more writing to it. And the whole purpose of the book, like the reason I wrote it, actually, there's two. The first is that I've been in the trenches with cancer for almost five years and I feel like I have gone through some things and had some experiences where have really pushed me to growth and learning lessons and hopefully gaining some wisdom along the way. And I wanted to share those things. Like it doesn't do me any good just to have these things where I feel like it's helpful. So I wanted to put them all in one place where I was like, hey, everyone does cancer differently. We all decide how to go through it, but here are some of the tools, here are some of the lessons, here are some of the things that helped me along the way. And so sharing those with others, not in a way of saying, hey, do this, but like, hey, this stuff helped me, maybe it'll help you too. And also a resource that in time, you probably wish you would have had at some of those points as well. Yeah, absolutely. In that way of having some someone who's been who's been there and walked that road to say, this is what it looked like for right. me. This is yeah. what you might see. Having read some of the book and pieces of stories that you're telling in it, you know, one of the things that I found was the universal thread of that isolation piece that you're trying to kind of combat and understanding 
how men specifically need to move themselves past that and understand there's others out there and finding those resources, the people, their, their pack, no matter what that pack looks like. I mean, this is obviously geared towards a cancer community, but you could remove the, a man's guide to living with cancer and have it be a man's guide to living with vulnerability. It would be a very similar story for a lot of men in similar types of instances. Yeah, absolutely. It's true. I mean, I feel like men are facing an identity crisis, especially in America. Yeah. In terms of friendships. Yeah. And the social fabric. Like, I've seen plenty of evidence lately that most men don't have a single close friend that they can confide in about something real. Right. So there's that. (laughs) And like, so our mutual challenge is cancer, but it ties into this isolation that a lot of men are already feeling. And then the second, so there, that was it. That was the first big reason was to really help others going through it in some way right. to be that, like if they're reading the book and, and like, I just heard from someone yesterday who said she bought the book for her husband who was recently diagnosed. They're reading it together and they're, you know, crying at parts, laughing at parts and they feel comforted. And just in knowing that their experience is shared by a lot of other people, uh, including me. So there's that communion aspect of it. And that is huge for me. Right. The second huge reason why I wrote the book was that I wanted to, I'll see if I can get through this one without getting weepy, but I wanted to show Sage and Elsie, especially my daughters, our daughters, that life is going to knock you down. There's no doubt that it will, whether it's a health problem or some other challenge, like life is going to knock you down at some point. And I wanted to show them that it's okay to get knocked down. Like the fact of getting knocked down is universal. There's no getting around that. Right. But after you get knocked down, you do have that choice. You always have that choice to say, this is shitty. Like I didn't choose these circumstances. This is a really shitty deal and it's really unfair. Yeah. And I could stay here in this bitterness and resentment and live there until I died, you know, basically or come and go. Right. Or you can say, yep, this is shitty. And you know what? A lot of people get dealt shitty hands, but I do have the choice today to decide how I cope with it or decide what I do with it. So I wanted to show them that I got knocked down by cancer and I was down and out for a while, but then I got up and made a difference for myself and for a community and for others and did something in service. And I I just wanted to leave that for them as a legacy and have it in one place in the book where they could see my journey. So no matter how long I live, whether it's a year or 40, that they can look and, and show people this book and say, hey, my dad. Yeah. This yeah. is this is this is something that he did when 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 life knocked him down. Yeah. Storytelling has always been since humans have been able to kind of form language. Storytelling has always been a way to be able to connect <clears throat> during and also past their own lives you know so I think that you've always been able to do that really well it's also been probably how you've really made people feel in the man up to cancer community 
uh, that they can share their stories. Like that's basically a lot of what that community is. Do you want to talk a little bit about like how that community really serviced the story as well as you coming to find your own place in this, you know, journey for cancer and also in service? Oh man, like we need another several hours <laughs> for that, but, um, <clears throat> if just I, how it has evolved into yeah. basically where it is now. So I guess if I can keep it succinct, like man up to cancer and, and our, our guys, like our wolf pack outside of my immediate family, like that is my family. Right. Like those are the closest guys to me. Like I care about each and every one of them. Like we have real relationships and it started out again, like three years ago with me just <laughs> setting up a Facebook group and, and envisioning a podcast, envisioning content that would, in, that would really inspire men to avoid isolation. And then my buddy Joe Bullock from North Carolina comes along and he's kind of like that first adopter to say like, this is awesome. Like, let's, let's do this together and let's build something. So he has been instrumental in really getting so many guys into the group and exposing it in so many places. Um, and so it evolved from really the two of us to, to where it is today, where we have so many guys who are highly involved and engaged. We have local chapters that are, are propping up, um, you know, around the country and around the world. And, and it just, you know, I feel more supported. Like, so people talk about like, isn't it cool that you were able to help others? And I look at it more the other way. Like you created a space also for your own. Exactly. Yeah. Like I get, I, I've never been more supported. Like I'm still facing cancer five years yeah. in. Like I'm still, I'm not cancer free. I'm still working on it, but I know that I have, you know, this big community of men um, and the people who love them too, who support me all the way. Yeah. So I guess I'll just leave it at like this book. So I interviewed a lot of the men, Joe, um, you know, Mike Reilly, other guys. I, I interviewed a lot of the guys for this book. Um, and so. Yeah, that's one of the things I really like about the book is that you've not just told your own stories, but you're telling the community stories and some of their stories, how they differ. So there's different basically perspectives of how people have been able to find vulnerability and also what's worked for them because you're using a guide that's not just saying this is Trevor right. and this is his this is journey. Not, not a blueprint. Yeah. No, I, you know, I enjoyed those other stories in there as well. Yeah. I, I really want to shout out to those guys. Anyone who's featured in the book, like that's huge because this book is topical. It's not just a Trevor memoir. Like my story is in there obviously because my story is that of going into deep isolation, depression, anxiety, really bad mental, like at the bottom mental health going through cancer and then through community, through friends and reaching out and through accepting help, getting to that point where even though I still have cancer that I'm engaged and, I, and I'm thriving. Um, so this book is not just about me. It's about the whole community. Um, it's about that topic. It's really a topical book. It explores the reasons why men tend to go into their man caves and isolate when they face a cancer diagnosis right. and why that matters. Like why the health, your medical outcomes are worse when you do that. And then some solutions from a bunch of these guys that we yeah. talked to around how to take care of your mental health, how to avoid isolation. There's lots of ways. It's not just about like going to some support group and sitting right. around and talking about your feelings. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I totally got that from that. And in talking about the book so much, 
it's obviously a highlight of your 2022 in the sense that it ended, you know, your 2022 with the launch of the book in December and really, you know, having the community kind of rally around that and seeing that as this, you know, moment. But what else in 2022 did the Man Up to Cancer community really reflect a little bit on what you felt like the community was able to do in 2022? I oh could have gosh. said that better. No, but you, I just... yeah. <laughs> the Man Up to Cancer community took a massive leap forward in 2022. We have so many um, men who are so involved in the movement and are volunteering and pulling people together and having uh, meetups in person. Um, so 2022 was big. We had our first annual retreat, the Gathering of Wolves, the GOW in September in New York. And we had more than 50 men uh, with all types of cancer, all ages, all backgrounds come from across the U.S. and Canada. And a special shout out to David DeWild, our guy from Belgium, um, who came over for his first trip to the U.S. He came to hang out with a bunch of cancer dudes in New York and really made the event incredibly special. So that was a resounding success. Is that when I need to do another sound effect? Yes, yeah, David. Star. <laughs> um, and then... I think I just did a pew pew. That was like a Star Wars sound. <laughs> that was the wrong button. I clicked the wrong button. Um, and then we had the backpack. So we launched our chemo backpack program. Um, and Joe Bullock, our lead admin of the group, is also coordinating, helping to coordinate the backpacks. And he ships those out. Um, so we sent out five backpacks a month to, to guys in the Man Up to Cancer community who are going through chemo or immunotherapy or another treatment. And these are backpacks filled with comfort items. So the things you might need when you're going through chemo, a journal and a pen, earbuds, um, a blanket, um, a beanie, hat uh, for warmth. A lot of these drugs that we take in chemo make us cold. Um, so just filled with all kinds of different things like that. So that was the other. Um, so when we talk about programs, we really have three now. We have the, the annual retreat, which we're going to do again this September 2023. Uh, GOW 23 is going to be amazing. Same place in New York. And we're going to hopefully double, at least double the chemo backpack programs to 10 plus backpacks a month. All right. So you're getting ahead of me a little bit. Oh, okay. No, that's fine. We're st I really, still looking at 2022. Yeah, yes. No, I just, I, you know, if, if, I, if 2022 kind of is one of those catalysts of things that you've learned, what works and how the community really responds to certain things, you, like you're mentioning, what is it in 2023 that you're really trying to highlight from those successes and things that you saw work? So it sounds like obviously you're going to do another, you know, uh, group gathering, you know, that seems to be really successful in the sense of feeling supported in person, making a big difference in kind of that, yep. that community feel. You're obviously talking about the backpacks. Are there other things or expansions on those thoughts that you, for 2023, you see as goals for the Man Up to Cancer community and how, what the, what the, the, you know, successes of 2022 have brought for growth? I mean, I think just goals wise, it's pretty simple. It's to, you know, again, just to circle on the mission, it's to inspire or encourage, or, you know, I say inspire, it's to inspire men to avoid isolation going through cancer. So that is pretty simple. Um, and so I think we want to reach, we want to reach those men who are out there who may be struggling with a cancer diagnosis or, or going through it that could use um, some either wants to engage with some content that makes them feel not so alone and gives them some ideas and gives them some tips or even to join our group 
to join the community. And you're talking about more expansion within communities in smaller, you know, like uh, satellite areas as well. Yeah. So, and that's the, so to, on your original question, I think the, the biggest thing for 2023 is all about adding in person yep. to the, the remote. So Man Up to Cancer started in 2022 and then all of a sudden everyone is like not leaving the house. Like, 2020, yeah. I'm sorry, 2020. Yep. Um, so starting and then the pandemic hit and no one's going anywhere and we have Zoom call. We start doing Zoom calls. I, I didn't Honestly, know. Honestly, it know. was probably more needed than <clears throat> in a way because as even though we hadn't perceived that or you hadn't thought through that piece of what it was going to be because we didn't know about the pandemic at the time we met in January of 2020. Right. Having a place during that time of isolation that people could feel connected was probably, I mean, hugely beneficial. Oh my God. It it actually, yeah, the timing was, it was perfect looking back on it. Not that anyone wanted to go through that, but it did allow us to learn how to support each other remotely. Right. Through meeting up on Zoom, through the group itself on Facebook, through PMs and like just, we got to know each other in a time that was remote. And so a lot of the core members of the group have been we getting to know each other for three years through the computer and their devices, their phone. And that's great. I love it. But now we're adding right. in the in-person. So the annual retreat and then local chapters that are, that are, you know, cropping up. Um, I think there's like at least 10 of these and Don Helgeson, uh, our favorite, uh, Actually, I won't say favorite because there's a lot of competition out there. But (laughs) one of our favorite guys out there on Vancouver Island in British Columbia is going to be heading up this chapter program. So essentially, he's the meetup coordinator for Man Up to Cancer. And he's adding some structure onto these local these local meetups, because the fact is. Humans are social. We want to meet. We want to get together. We want to see facial expressions. And anybody who knows you knows you're a hugger. So like if you can if you can get a hug in person. Oh uh, well, right. I am a super hugger, but I can be restrained. Notice, Kellen, that when you showed up today at my house, I did not come hug you because I know that you prefer to have your personal space. So I um I'm like a cat. Yeah. And you know what? So I can learn. Um I like the buttons that people have at like the conferences that's like six feet, please, or like handshake or fist bump or hug. So I had like seven hug buttons on me right at this one conference but yeah i mean there's these face-to-face encounters where you can have give and take back and forth conversations and really meet other guys going through it at that intimate level adds a really meaningful compliment to what happens online yeah so then when you have the online stuff and then you also have an in-person option that is the future of Man Up to Cancer, in my view, so that people in, I know the Colorado chapter is thriving, like shout out to, to you guys. Um, I know that, you know, there's Texas and Florida and North Carolina and New York and Michigan, like all of these groups of Man Up to Cancer members are really wanting and seeking and pushing to get together. And I just, you know, right. let that roll. Like, right. Like I just like with Don overseeing it, I'm just like cheering, like, right. Hey, this is the next level for man up to cancer is to have local like clubhouses almost where people can just go hang out and talk about whatever and just have social events and that kind of stuff. So we see people going out for dinner or going to a ball game. Like that was always the vision. It's just that the pandemic kind of right, shifted yeah. things. But again, to your point, I think it worked out because now we have kind of the best the of both core. worlds. You, yeah. you, grew, you developed a core. And then you were able to kind of see how that 
can be other things. I, I think that that is one of the ways to have a successful and sustainable growth process is understanding what that core is before it expands. And that's really what you guys did well. Yeah, absolutely. And I do, again, want to shout out Joe Bullock, who is community manager now. We've given him that title. So he's community manager in that role. He's the lead admin of the Facebook group. And he also continues his work on the backpack program. And then Don Helgeson is the meetup coordinator and taking on a big task of really implementing this local, um, you know, chapter system um, from scratch. So that's so cool that those guys like, and I'm to be able to have them be part-time, you know, employees of Man Up to Cancer is super cool because that takes us to this next level where, I mean, we've never really been just a Facebook group, right? We right. are a movement, right? Um, but it takes us to that next level that, that we are inevitably heading towards because there's so many guys who love the concept. They love the mission. And once they come into it and they really experience what you feel like when you have the support of these other guys, then they want to do that for others. Yeah. I think that it speaks a lot to you as a leader that you've been able to create not just a community of people who believe in the same mission that you've set forth with, but that you have people who are inspired to take on these roles to also help grow it. That says a lot to your, your kind of leadership as well as the way that you also kind of just allow people to follow their own strengths. I mean, that takes a lot. So I'm working in 2023, Kellen. I'm taking you, compliments. And you should be too <laughs> on saying, thank you, Kellen. That was really nice of you to say. I will accept that compliment. I think what I do as a leader well is to empower others. So right. when Which, I see yeah. someone with a skill set and the ambition to like, and 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 the, the will and the desire to get involved. Right. Um, I like to empower them. And then secondly, but I, what I will say on this is I'm just, the other part is just luck. And I say luck because the quality of people yeah, like Don and Joe and Mike and Danny, um, the quality of these people who are getting involved yeah. and who went to like the GOW is so excellent that I'm blown away on a daily basis. Like I'm a lucky, I'm such a lucky, like if you call me a founder, like, to, to start Man Up to Cancer and to have this level of people who are engaged in it and who want to be a part of it is right. mind-blowing. Yeah, I mean, I was hearing something the other day about somebody was talking about personality types and people seem to either have the personality that draws people to them and feel like they're an open space for communication or they don't. And I think you just have that personality quality. And I, I so I don't think that it should be taken lightly that you've been able to create this, this community of all other people that feel the same way that they can share with each other without or with you involved, which so, is huge. So I'm going to say thank you again, but, and then uh, put it back on you by saying there, there, there also seems to be a, a, um, there seems to be a cohesiveness provided by a certain howling wolf logo. <laughs> Everybody loves, and I love that too. Cause it's like, we all get the gear and put on our hoodies and put on our hats because it says something about us, yeah. right? Like it says that we care about our people. We care about this community we're part of. Right. And to have a totem or that that logo to um, really coalesce around right. is huge. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and I will real quick want to say shout out to, to um, Mike Reilly from New York and Danny Riggs from Houston, um, along with Don and Joe. Those guys are part of our five-person Man Up to Cancer leadership team, which is leading this company because we are a purpose 
driven company. A lot of people think we're a foundation or a nonprofit. We are not for tons of reasons that I'm not going to go into here. Most of all, because I don't want to take funding from people like cancer patients who can't afford it. But so those four guys and myself are the leadership group for at least 2023, hopefully a lot longer than that. Um, and I just want to shout those guys out for being involved at that level. Yeah, no, that's great. I, you know, I don't have too many additional questions. I feel like you've really hit all the pieces that I asked. And again, since this is not my uh, forte, I feel like uh, that's the yeah. uh, breadth of what I can do for you. You have done a masterful <laughs> job. And as, as usual, I just, you know, I get so fired up about this mission because I do feel like it's my calling now. Yeah. And, and I, I could talk about it forever because to see the guys take the ball and run with it, to see the effect that it has out there, like the real impact that it has on people's lives um, and the ripple effect of all that is just fires me up every day. And it just tells me I'm on the right track. Um, so, so yeah, like I, I get on a ramble with these things and I can go because I love it. I love being part of this community and being able to like, I'm this, so this year's like trying to make this my job, right? Um, we are seeking uh, funders. Anyone out there, uh, <laughs> if you're a funder and wants to get involved with the Man Up to Cancer platform, I have some uh, awesome materials for you. Um, uh, just go to the website and uh, contact Trevor. Manuptocancer.com. <laughs> oh, and also, um, I was thinking of like the, when I think about self-promotion, like talking about the book, like you can yeah, get the yeah. book on Amazon. I always think of that scene from Happy Gilmore and people of a certain vintage um, will remember the Happy Gilmore movie where Adam Sandler is a golfer and to to get some money for his career, he takes a um, contract with Subway to be a pitch man for Subway and he's sitting down eating this and he's like, I'm enjoying this delicious foot long <laughs> cold cut combo. Like, So here's my Happy Gilmore moment for today is my book... <laughs> Open Heart Warrior Spirit, A Man's Guide to Living with Cancer is on Amazon. It's the only place you can get it right now. Um, if you're going through cancer, whether you're a man or a woman, I think there's going to be something in there for you. So go check it out. I'm just going to follow that up with if there's anybody who's listening to this that is part of, you know, a community within their area that practitioners and others would also benefit from this book please contact us so that Trevor can kind of connect with those people because we think that there's also a community beyond those who listen here and are also on the Man Up to Cancer Howling group that could benefit from this. It's really just really trying to get this service and support out there for as many people as possible. She's making me cry again. <laughs> just chopping onions over here. Um, thank you, Kellen. Thank you so much. Thanks for the your work on the book and, and, and also, you know, the cover, which is amazing. Um, thank shout you, thank Jason, you to Patrick Dempsey. Shout out Jason Wellborn for doing the, oh, the, the metal, the metal illustration on the cover. Jason, amazing metal il illustration, <laughs> and Patrick Dempsey. Thank you for the quote on the back cover. We love you so much. Um, lastly, uh, Crystal, Felicia, Jenny, all the people that I interviewed, and to the Dragonfly Squad, you know who you are, Danielle and Kim. This book and everything associated with it would not exist without your help. And that reinforces the entire lesson of the Man Up to Cancer mission, which is all of the amazing things in life. Everything worth doing, in fact, is almost never a solo never. pursuit, yeah. right? It's like 
this book, I didn't just like, it wasn't, this book wasn't just me. It was you. It was Danielle. It was Kim. It was Crystal. It was like all these people have contributed. It was all the guys who shared their stories with me. So it feels better to have a success with others involved as well. Yeah. And, and I think the, the best works have some collaboration. Right. So, oh, the readers, like everyone else, I could go on. Like, this is not the freaking <laughs> Academy Awards. Okay. Um, so that's it for today. That was our first Man Up to Cancer uh, episode for 2023. We, I've got to get my act together. And um, I have so many amazing uh, guests that I need to get to you. Um, but I need to, I'm sort of in production mode because the book, I stopped the podcast to do the book for the second, basically the, the, the end of 2022. Now I got to get rolling because I want to top, I want to tackle topics and issues that are important and meaningful to you out there in cancer land and that help solve your problems. And I want to bring you some interesting people to do that. Kellen, I know you're on your own uh, job search right now. You've got a lot going on, but I really hope. Hashtag contact Kellen. Uh, yeah. Hashtag contact Kellen. If you're looking for an amazing designer slash artist slash what else? Uh, humor. I don't know. I, yeah, I got nothing. funny I got... to be on staff. Contact Kellen, but um, I want you to come back as much as you can, even if it's on Zoom to do these, do some of these um, shows yeah. with me. Yep. I think 2023 has a lot that we're going to bring to your community and I look forward to being part of it. You rock. All right, guys. KFG. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Man Up to Cancer podcast. If you want to get behind our mission, you can connect with us, subscribe to our email list, and check out our other content at manuptocancer.com. And if you know a man struggling with the isolation that cancer can bring, let him know about us. The Wolfpack doors are always open.